This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Our time is seven minutes after one o'clock. Welcome to the second hour of the Power Zone and Power 98.7. This being a Friday, the 8th of December 2023. Well within the godly hours, like we always say here at home. And we're doing this all the way to three o'clock. We're imploring and asking us there in the first hour of the show on the open line to keep it light. You know, as we go into, uh, you know, the first thief season, uh, saying that uh, the year has been so hard, uh, those conversations have been heavy for quite some time. Uh, maybe we need to uh, consider uh, bringing content that is uh, light and we get lighter and lighter as we go into uh, the first thief season. And I'd like to believe that one way where we go lighter and try by all means to, you know, more or less, uh, you know, reflect on what is happening around you is through uh, the games of sports. It's therapeutic of a process uh, where you find a lot of people waiting for the weekend so they can wind down, chill, grab a beer and and just, you know, watch the games without having to think about uh, pressing the laptop, deadlines and the likes, uh, which is why we are very intentional here on the show uh, in terms of bringing you uh, this particular feature every Friday with Modiba. And Modiba always uh, just brings it uh, in terms of these various sporting codes and uh, you find us on 0861-987-000. we also there by X. We go by at PowerFM987. We're running behind the hashtag PowerZone uh, this morning. Mudiba, uh, good morning. Welcome to the show. It's a very good morning to you, Katleho, and the team behind the scenes, as well as the listeners. And thanks for having me on this wonderful Friday morning. Looking forward to wrap up everything that transpired last weekend, midweek, and look ahead to what will be taking place this upcoming weekend. Yeah, no, man. It's always lovely speaking to you and just going into the games with you because you position us really and help just open our eyes in terms of those opportunities that are available where the weekend is concerned in the games. And I see that, uh, you know, like any other week uh, this morning, we're going to be breaking down various of our uh, sporting codes uh, going into cricket all the way uh, to uh, football and just trying by all means to also uh, position ourselves in terms of uh, what lies ahead as well where next week is concerned. I want us to start with cricket and and this particular sporting code. I see that the final T20 series was on. Remember that we promised that we're going to be bringing results here of the fourth and the fifth series here where we're seeing India coming out victorious in this particular regard. Let us in on what happened T20 cricket. Indeed, as we spoke about India up against Australia, the two teams that made the finals of the ODI World Cup, and we saw uh, Australia br- uh, brought in a shock in that final where they surprised India after winning so many games. And last week when we had a conversation, uh, you and I, we realized that uh, India were leading the series 2-1, so they were left to co- progress with the fourth series as well as the fifth series. And in the fourth series, we saw them this time around uh, posting uh, 174 runs per nine wickets after 20 overs, with Australia 154 runs per seven uh, wickets after 20 overs as well. So I can single out individual players for each countries there where we saw Kanchan Rinku there of the very same India scoring 46 runs from 29 balls and then you come to Australia realize that Matthew Wade 
scored 36 runs from 23 balls. The, the both did so well, but in the end, India were victorious there on 20 runs. So, which mean, meant that they, they were leading 3-1. The series, the fourth series, they, uh, they were leading 3-1 going into the last series. So, which which is obviously meant that Australia, when they came into this wonderful fifth series, they, they knew the fate of the fact that uh, there's no way they're going to catch up with that uh, 3-1 scoreline series to cover it. So, which meant India were winners, but uh, uh, they were just praying for the pride of the country, the Australia. As we saw them, they posted uh, 160 runs per eight wickets at the Indians there after 20 overs. With Ia Shreyas, the, the very same player that did exceptional well during the ODI World Cup. This time around, he comes in the T20 and uh, continued where he left off as he obtained 53 runs from 37 balls. And then from the Australian side, the Aussies there, we saw them posting 154 runs per eight wickets after 20 overs. With Matt Creek they doing so well, uh, obtaining 54 runs from 36 balls. All in all, the Indians won by six runs, which meant that the scoreline was 4-1. So, which which simply means that it was just a, a way of redeeming themselves. They are the Indians considering what transpired in the World Cup. So, also one may call it a sweet revenge as well. So, with that, it's a very well done to <laughs> the Indians. Yeah, right. We were expecting it to go down this way, Mudiba, whereby these particular teams will be trying to prove a point coming out of the World Cup here in terms of who then comes out victorious in this regard. And like you say, India had a better footing compared to Australia going into the games here. Theirs was to just solidify it and say that. Uh, we are coming out victorious. We're taking the victory uh, with us. Uh, when you look at uh, really the six runs and, and, and what came out of this T20 series, uh, would you then say that uh, in, indeed India was kind of stronger and had an advantage going into uh, these games? What is it that Australia could have done that would have more or less seen them as competitive in this particular uh, finals uh, where uh, their opponent, uh, India, is concerned? One may say maybe they are still in the celebratory mood. Yes, you know, they won that uh, World Cup convincingly. But then with a surprise way, uh, as India won that uh, matches before reaching the final 10 matches, as I did the round-robbing matches, nine games, as well as the one game in the semi-finals there. So, but then when they came in, because we, when I checked the squad of the very same Australians, I realized that this is the majority, 80% of those players are the players who played in the ODI World Cup. So, mm-hmm. I think they were still in the celebratory mood. So, they didn't bring that A-tempo that we saw uh, in the semi-finals when they shocked South Africa, as well as the Indians. So all in all, they must just go back to the dream board and then prepare well. And, and uh, what happens, Mudiba? Does it position you better uh, when you decide uh, to bet first? Uh, because we are seeing here Australia uh, just winning the toss here, uh, deciding that, you know what, India must be the first uh, to bet in this particular regard. Uh, uh, when it comes to that, uh, does it kind of give you an advantage when the toss works in your favor? Uh, do you have, uh, you know, the, the ways of then controlling and gauging uh, the momentum from the other team? Uh, you know, one would have said that Australia then here uh, should have come out to foresee and come out victorious in this regard uh, because they won uh, the toss betting fest. Does it give you an advantage? 
it does give you an advantage, but I think they were just playing it tricky. Uh, they realized that it worked in their favor during the World Cup where uh, they won the toss, but they decided to, to pull first. This time around, they repeated the same thing, but it didn't work in their favor. I think India needed it more, more, most, more, most more than them. So it, 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 it's, it's both ways. But during the World Cup, we saw that a team that won the toss, uh, whenever they bet first, is very advantageous to those that uh, are coming to bet second because they will be struggling to cover that scoreline, that inning that is posted by the very same uh, opponent. So here, I think the the, 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 the tricky part is that they, they wanted to repeat what they did in the ODI World Cup, but it didn't work. I think uh, India was the hunger of the two sides. Yeah, no. Uh, like you say, it was a sweet revenge uh, where uh, this particular victory uh, is concerned and all congratulations are in order here uh, where uh, then, um, you know, India is concerned. And when you look at it, this is uh, this was the final. Uh, where to from here? Uh, I want us to just close it where the guys are concerned and we'll move into the ladies, Mudiba, where then we'll look at uh, the Protea women uh, that were against Bangladesh in uh, that particular T20. We'll talk about uh, really how they fared here, uh, but in terms of the guys, India and Australia, were, were they wrapping it up uh, where this particular series is concerned and everything else then moves into the new year? With the Australians, I'm yet to hear the fixed charts, but with India, they're having a, a big appointment with Askatleho starting from the 10th up until the 7th of January. Mm. So there's a T20, there's an ODI, there's also the test series. So starting from the 10th, there will be a, a match taking place at the King's Meet there. Uh, and then also on the 12th, the, in Quebecha, there's St. George Park there. And then the last uh, the, uh, T20 the series, they will take place at the New Wanderer Stadium. So we are playing the Indians on a twenty series. So hopefully we mm-hmm. can do well and win because there are a lot number of players who have been called new faces, the likes of O'Neill, Bartman, the uh, Matthew Breske, I can just name a few. There's Aiden Makram as well, there's Nadra Berger as well, Gerald Gutierrez, Donovan Ferreira, Iriza Hendricks, Marco Jansen, Henrik Klassen, Keshav Maharaj, David Miller, Lungin Kiti. Andrew Pesukwayo, Tabres Shamsi, Tristan Stubbs, as well as Lisa Kudams. They've mixed the crop of experienced players who played in the World Cup with the new faces. So hopefully, I think we just stand a chance. Let's see how we'll definitely uh, pen up in this wonderful match. But when I come back as well, I'll bring the feedback of the first. Uh, I think uh, three of them would have played. So I'll bring the feedback of the three T20 series as it will be, it will be the 15th when we come in and the last game would have played on the 14th. And then also we come back to the other week there on the 17th, the 19th, as well as the 21st of December where we are playing them on the three series ODI. So it's going to be interesting. And then after the, the Christmas break there on the 26th, up until the month end of December, there it will be a four test series of the first series, and then also in the fifth of week of January, which means December here everyone is spoiled for choice, so they yeah. won't be able to watch the country. Yes, and that's what I was about to say. To say, uh, you know, if mo- mo- most probably you didn't know what to do this festive season this December, uh, you're spoiled mm. for choice. Uh, just hang on to your screens. I uh, don't go out and go waste money. Uh, just sit in, watch the games in invite a couple of people over, uh, get those scents together and, and, and try by all means to watch the games uh, because it's safer and, and better that way. Mudiba, also uh, we saw the Protea women in action where the T20 is concerned. They were against Bangladesh. How did they fare? 
It's very disappointing, but I'll just say that in that game, uh, Bangladesh uh, posted 149 runs per two wickets after 20 overs, and then we saw as South Africa posted uh, 136 runs per eight wickets after 20 overs. So with Bangladesh, there we saw Katun Natum the Murshida the. Uh, doing ever so well, the uh, obtaining 62 runs from 59 balls, and then with us, Anik Bosch, there's uh, obtaining 67 runs from 49 balls. So, all in all, we lost that game, but uh, it's, it's better luck. Hopefully, in the second series, we could have done well, but unfortunately, it wasn't to be because they came into that uh, series of uh, Bangladesh, the leading one nil, having won that this particular first series. So, but uh, the game did not progress because of the weather, so it was just raining and then thunderstorms as well. So uh, uh, the, the next test that is taking place, that is the T20, it will be taking place today, but uh, at the Kimberley Oval. So let's see how it will transpire because we need to cover that one in the scoreline, at least to yeah, make it 1-1 because we are still going to meet again on the on that week of the 16th as far as the ODI is concerned, on the three series ODI. So let's see how it will transpire. But we didn't do well in that game against uh, Bangladesh in the first game where we lost by uh, 13 runs there. Yeah, no. Uh, we, yeah, it's, it's a, I felt that yo, when you started, when you went in, it, it really gave us a sense that uh, they needed to uh, do better here. Uh, was was this it? Uh, when you look at uh, the games here, can they redeem themselves? Uh, um, you know, against Bangladesh or any other team, uh, because this was not an impressive one. Most indeed, they did have a chance, but I, I was so curious with the outcome. If it was to end one or how will the, the organizers say, award this one? So will they just say, let them share the, 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 the prize or what? Because previously when I did the research in other oppositions there, so it was said that if the the, test, the series ends in a scoreline, in a, in a stalemate scoreline there, so one team that won the previous T20 or ODI will definitely be awarded the, the, the title. So so that's why I'm interested in that, but nothing was be, was being uh, disclosed. So hopefully if it's 1-1, one, one, I foresee them going to share the prize. Yeah, no, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see uh, how it goes here. But still rooting for them uh, because we are a patriotic nation and would like to see uh, everyone, the women, the guys and everyone uh, coming out victorious where uh, these games are concerned. But also uh, when you look at it, uh, there's that T20 tour on Mudiba that is taking place. Give us a sense of what we can expect here, uh, the full schedule, the fixtures. When you look at it, England, the West Indies, as well the ODI, T20 tour. Uh, yeah, there's a lot happening uh, here. Uh, just to confirm it for us, Budiba, and our listeners here. The third ODI dates and the upcoming five series uh, of the T20I series between the two sides. Very interesting because currently, as we saw, uh, the first time in the, in, uh, England hosted uh, West Indies. So by then, uh, they lost the first uh, T20 there by four wickets. Uh, the they England there, as well, West Indies won the first the first T20 series there. And then the second season series there, we saw in England having won by six wickets after having posted 202 runs at uh, the West Indies. And then England also posted 206 runs per four wickets. So... Uh, which means that it was a one all. So let's see uh, in the last uh, series that is taking place this wonderful weekend, how will it pan out? Because if one team has to win here on the third series, definitely there will be uh, the winners on this wonderful three-time series. So it looks interesting, which is taking place tomorrow. So let's wait and see.
Yeah, no. Uh, let's wait and see uh, indeed what lies ahead uh, where uh, this is concerned, especially uh, when you look at uh, what you just said about about these two sites and uh, their, their history here. Uh, so we'll be waiting and we'll be looking closely at uh, this particular uh, T20 and ODI and see how then uh, the two fare. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners at home uh, that we're still in conversation uh, this morning uh, with sports commentator Mutiba Peta, uh, who's joining us all the way to 2 o'clock uh, this morning as we go into uh, the games uh, we've touched on uh, crucially uh, what has happened at length uh, in terms of cricket uh, touching on uh, the ladies touching on the ODI the T20I uh, series and uh, yeah we're hoping that we've set you off uh, this morning in terms of what you can expect where these games are concerned but we're on 0861 also there by X uh, we go by at Power FM 987 let's continue here and check what came out then of the games of hockey. So, uh, you know, all eyes here were also on that FIH Junior World Cup uh, 2023. Uh, there's a lot happening there in Santiago. Very true, because last time when we spoke last week here on the show, uh, we were just concerned about uh, the African team there in Zimbabwe, as well as uh, South Africa, as we, we both lost our two matches there. So, which meant that uh, in our last match of the Randrobin, we are playing for pride of the country, but uh, uh, the symptom we didn't do well. So, I have to have results here of some of the matches that took place uh, on that particular Friday, on the 1st of December. England is New Zealand 5-0, United States winning 2-1 against Japan, Belgium Jam threshing uh, Canada the 8 nil. India losing 3-4 against Germany. Our South Africans were threshed half dozen the 6 nil by Netherlands. Netherlands, by the way, they are the defending champions, so they meant business, yeah. So Australia winning 2 nil against Chile. By the way, Chile, they are the host of this wonderful tournament. So, and uh, on the 2nd of December, then we saw Spain uh, threshing Zimbabwe the 8 nil, and then New Zealand losing 2-1 there against Japan. United States, they losing 5-2 against England. And uh, Korea, they're losing 3-0 against Argentina. And then on, on the third of this December, it was on Sunday, there we saw Belgium winning 3-2 against India. Germany thrashed uh, Canada 8-0. Australia winning 4-0 against us there. And then Netherlands uh, 7-0 against Chile, the host there. So on the 4th of December, there were matches as well there. England losing 4-1 against Japan. And then New Zealand losing 6-2 against United States. And then Spain winning 2-1 against Korea. And then Argentina winning 14-0 against Zimbabwe there. So, yeah, goals have been coming. And then there were some of the quarterfinals matches that took place there. Uh, it was up against the, uh, the, the, the defending champions up against Spain. The Netherlands up against Spain as they stretched Spain 4-1 there. And then Mete Winter, the Trinity, the Belgians, as well as Isis Van Loom were the goal scorers for the Netherlands with Lima there scoring for the only goal of the match for Spain. And then England winning 1-0 up against Germany there. And then Scarlett Sparin was the goal scorer there. And then Belgium winning also 1-0 there against Japan there. Mighty Russell's there scoring the elite goal there. And then Argentina threshing uh, Australia 3-1 as Sofia Cairo. Lara Casas and Zipisa Bekas are there uh, were the goal scorers for, for, for Australia with Tatum Stewart involved as well. So, but all in all, 
yeah, we are in for a lovely semi-finals. The semi-finals it, look, uh, it's, it's as follows there. Yeah. Ne- Netherlands will host England, and then Jap- Argentina will host Belgium. So, by the way, uh, Netherlands, as they are defending champions, they previously they defeated uh, the very same Argentina, and which mean, well, meant that they've avoided one another. So there's a possibility that we might see Netherlands and Argentina in the finals, but at least we didn't see, because maybe Argentina will be looking to settle the score as they lost 3-0 in that previous FFH that took place last year, so I can't wait. So uh, fans are spoiled for choice, and the very same uh, semi-final is taking place today, and then uh, hopefully over the weekend, on Sunday, we will see the final. So definitely when I come back, I'll also bring the results as well. Mm. Who are you rooting for? Who are you seeing uh, coming out victorious? Netherlands, England, Argentina, Belgium. Who are you seeing proceeding to the finals here? I foresee them Netherlands going to the final again. So I just wish them they meet Argentina again. There's something that I'm interested in there. If Argentina will be able to settle the score. Very interesting there. Yeah, no, it's going to be extremely interesting as 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 well. I'm trying to look for. I uh, just uh, I saw something during the week about uh, issues of safety uh, where the games are concerned. I'm not sure if it was coming from uh, the hockey side uh, where they were talking about uh, you know now starting to introduce an element of wearing neck braces so you can protect yourself. I'm not sure if there've been incidents that have been recorded here uh, where then safety was some sort of a concern. Please correct me if I'm wrong, Hamid. I think you are right. It's always done in hockey there. You mm-hmm. have to protect yourself. You know, there's a long bed there, the ball itself as well. So, but yeah, very interesting. But as you know, in hockey, whenever with the run robbing the one, whenever you collect the victory, you're also awarded three mm-hmm. points. It's just like almost similar with football because the, the setup team and the lineup is all, all, almost the same where players, 11 players are filled on the pitch. So it's, it's all about the combinations, uh, mm-hmm. how the coach decides. But then, yes, protection is very important as well. So uh, also being well, uh, dressed up on, on the face there for, for the sake of protection. Yeah, no, uh, most definitely. And I'm seeing the story here. So it's coming out of, um, I think it's, it's, it's coming out of the U.S. where there was a guy called Adam Johnson who passed away um, in the games of hockey here. And they're saying that a Cole Klupe was en route to a minor league game with uh, AHL when he heard from a friend that Adam Johnson had been cut by a skate blade during a game in Britain. So uh, see, this is where uh, then uh, there have been a lot uh, then since then, since the death of the 29-year-old around players uh, having to examine issues of safety regulations in this particular regard uh, where then you'd have to wear some sort of a turtleneck style kind of neck guard uh, that will uh, protect you from a similar incident. I think uh, this is something like you're saying, it's a game that is really tricky when you look at the bat, when you look at the blades, when you look at yeah. what has been happening over there. So even and here, the third part, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. And, and the third part is that at some point, you and uh, players are not being uh, how can I put one given incentives. So mm. you have to come and uh, or, or honor the 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 the, the, the caps via being being a passionate fan. So or player, one may put it in simple terms there. So mm. that's the third reality of it. Yeah, no, let's wait and see uh, how then these safety regulations tend to spread out uh, throughout the world here, even us here at home, where our players will be protected uh, because as long as you are a hockey player, yep. uh, you find yourself extremely uh, vulnerable in this particular regard. What time is kickoff uh, for the, the semifinals uh, in, this, in these games, Mudiba? Where can we watch them? 
uh, in the afternoon. Uh, I guess I, I'm not so sure about the channel, but it's mm-hmm. a super sport channel, hockey. Okay. So we'll, we'll check it out uh, there by uh, Supersport. Uh, and yeah, this is how then uh, you'll go into the weekend uh, where the games are concerned. Hockey being one of uh, those that should be on your radar as you go into uh, the weekend. I want us to then move Mudiba uh, to the games of rugby here and reflect back uh, from the Springboks' seventh victory here. Tree here. Uh, we saw them there in action in Dubai uh, starting their HSBC sevens campaign and they started... Uh, very well uh, when you look at what came out of these games. Very interesting because in the absence of the head coach, the head coach wasn't allowed to travel with the players that Sandy didn't know about there because of medical reasons there. So it was left with the assistant coach there, Philip Sneeman, to take charge of the team there. And guess what? They did well on the day as they won that match by 12-7. And players like Impi Fesser as well as Shelton Van Vig were the try scorers. And as they boosted us with the confidence for us to win and do it just doing so well as we came into that game. Heavy won three of our run robbing matches there uh, against the likes of New Zealand and Fiji there where we won by uh, uh, 12-7 as well and uh, uh, I should say 24-7 as well as uh, 31-7 against the very same Fiji and uh, Australia respectively. So it was so good and yeah, I think this was a wonderful win has given us confidence as you know in uh, Springbok 7 I should say in this wonderful uh, Dubai tournament 7 uh, uh, in rugby, by the way, uh, we only feel seven players. It's unlike uh, the usual rugby where there's uh, 15 players inside the pitch. So uh, players on that day that way feel that, uh, as you know, it's only playing uh, seven minutes both the halves. So, but I think our players did so well. So uh, with the very same Argentina, they managed to pile on the pressure as they were trailing by 12 nil there. So at least they scored the they capitalized from one of our players who was uh, given the matching orders of a yellow card. As you know, in rugby, when you are awarded a yellow card, you get to go out out of the pitch for for seven for ten, for ten minutes. Yes, and that's why Argentina capitalized with the likes of Matias Osat. Os- they having scored the only trial for 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 the same Argentina. So, uh, but all in all, we deserve to win. We worked hard. We made sure that uh, in all that with all the teams that we met, we managed to match victorious. And with that, it's a very well done to the very own uh, Black Box or Springbok Seven. Yeah, no, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a lovely way to start uh, the tournament as well, uh, setting up the momentum and the pace so nicely uh, for a lovely uh, tournament ahead. Uh, where this tournament is concerned, we uh, perhaps know how long they're in Dubai for, how long we can expect to see this play out for. Uh, we are still going to see more action this upcoming weekend. So they are also going to play in Cape Town. And by the way, they also released the squad. There's a squad that will be playing against the likes of Great Britain, yeah. uh, USA, as well as Ireland. The games are taking place tomorrow. Uh, is those for H- HSBC, Sevens in Cape Town, mm-hmm. with the likes of uh, certainly over the time our coach will be available for this wonderful in- encounters here. Uh, Dian Pretorius, Ryan Osteisen, Impi Fesser, the very same Ronald Brown, Selvin Davis, he will be the captain here, and Devald Women, Justin Hedald, Shelton Van Vick, Roscoe Speckman, as well as 
to win uh, Norge. So those players will definitely represent our very own pleasant as how can you put the Springbok 7 or Black Box. So I think they're doing so well and they're also putting, how can I put this one, they're also uh, carrying the, the flag of the Dipoke, as you know, Dipoke won the World Cup and they continue mm. doing well as well. So it's very impressive when it comes to South Africa with the rugby. So the rugby is doing so well up to so far this year. The having is telling you. Yeah, no, 2023 was the year uh, when you look at how they've they fed so so nice, uh, you know, internationally, locally as well. Uh, this sporting code uh, being one to remember where the year 2023 is concerned, but also on top of what we've been seeing uh, with the HSBC here, uh, that tournament. Uh, there's also the United Rugby Championship, uh, Budiba. Around seven, we saw, uh, you know, playing out. Give us also uh, in terms of the log standings here, and let's look ahead to around eight uh, in terms of what we can expect around the United Rugby Championship. Very true. And in that match, uh, the first match of the day that took place last week, Friday, they are very own defending champions. Munster were in action against the Glasgow, so which meant that it was the top of the table clash there. So Munster, they managed to record the victory there, 40-29 against Glasgow. And then on Saturday, it was just the action jump pack there where the Bulls, they were having 144-10 against Sharks. Sharks continues to struggle. This is their sixth loss on the day after having won that match. We thought they are going to turn the corner, but it wasn't to be. They continue losing matches back to back there. So, and we spoke about it. You remember, we also spoke about a derby. Then, so match was also regarded as a derby as well as it took place at the Loftus Stadium. Then we saw the the Cardiff going down the 23-29 against Scarlet, and then the Lions winning 49-24 against the Dragons. Then the Ulster also going 24 going down 24-27 against Edinburgh, and then our very own runners up of last season, the Stormers, they winning 31-7 against the Zebri, and then. The Connacht, the losing 22-24 against the the, the Leinster. That's another derby as well. And also Benetton winning 18-13 against the the Ospreys. In terms of the log standings, the the Leinster uh, are rooted top there. All the teams have played seven matches on 29 points, followed by the Glasgow Warriors. I think they missed the opportunity of going top, having lost to Munster there. But on 26 points, they are currently trailing Leinster by three points. And then the Vodacom Bulls there at number three on 25 points, followed by the Edinburgh at number four there. In fact, it's Munster at number four with 23 points. Then Edinburgh at number five with 22 points. And then also Benetton there at number six with 22 points. Then there's Ulster at number Number seven with 20 points, and then the Connacht at number eight with 19 points, and then you go down there to number 14, there's Debris there on 11 points, followed by the Sharks there on seven points. As I have stated that they've lost their sixth match there out of seven. This doesn't look good, very poor there. And then there's Dragons there at number 16 on six points. So with the list, I remember last season they were rooted top of the log the entire season, but they, they cracked a choke away. It matters most in the knockout stages. So one may say we've seen this movie before. Can they repeat the very same uh, behavior? Let's wait and see. Or will this time around go all the way? Uh, there's still more matches to play. But in terms of the fixtures, I think this current weekend we are having a Champions Cup that is taking place where majority of the teams that are uh, participating or campaigning in the URC are also, also going to play with teams from the other side where Connacht will play the Budex there uh, today at 8 o'clock in the evening. And then there's also Glasgow up against the North Amto. And then tomorrow there's Tolun up against the Exeter Chiefs. Then uh, there's Bath there up against the Ulster. Then there's Tolos up against the Cardiff Rugby. There's the Bulls there up against the Saracens. And then Munster will host Bayonne. 
as well as the Bristol up against the Lean. So yeah, on Sunday, there's Sale up against the De France, there's La Rochelle up against the Leinster, and then there's Le Lister up against the Stomas, as well as the Racing up against the Harley Quinn. In terms of the URC, the matches will resume again on the 22nd of this wonderful month of December. So let's see if some of the teams that have been struggling will bounce back and get back to winning ways. And also some of the teams, as we have said before, that there's too much inconsistency with regard to results. So teams need to start coming into the party. So let's see if this Leinster will continue having stretch the lead at the top. And then also Glasgow Warriors will try to get the two winning ways. Very interesting. Yeah, we'll wait and see. And when I come back, I'll also bring the results of this wonderful Champions Cup that will be taking place this upcoming weekend from today up until Sunday. Yeah, no, it's a it's a waiting game. Let's wait and see how the games go in this regard. Uh, but uh, we are spoiled for choice, especially where uh, the Champions Cup are concerned. You're saying it's starting uh, as early as today, tomorrow. We'll also see uh, those actions. Uh, and and uh, really, this is where uh, one would have to position themselves to see how they tend to then uh, get the best out of uh, these servants and uh, what has been happening over time uh, within uh, this particular game. But round eight is it expected to be a smooth one when you look at it or, or there's a lot that we can anticipate around this round most definitely around it will be tough because uh, if i looked into number one which is linkster on 29 points up until uh, number four which is moonster there so as you know, when you record the victory, is four points, but if you score more than four tries, so you are awarded a bonus point. So teams can go as far as number two, but with the Glasgow Warriors, definitely they do have a chance as alongside the Vodacom Bulls to overtake Linster if Linster were to drop points. But yeah, the top three is very interesting for me. Yeah, let's wait and see. We are spoiled for choice. And, and like you say, the top three, uh, very interesting. It's not going to be an easy one. Uh, next week, I'm sure when we come back, we'll be able to reflect, uh, you know, for our listeners here in terms of how this championship has fared and what we can expect in terms of uh, going forward uh, in this regard. Around eight, the last one, or there's going to be nine, ten? Most definitely, we're still going to play up until uh, game number 17. So mm. there's so many matches to come. Even in January, uh, we're still going to talk with URC with the uh, cup matches also involved with the champions fixtures as well. So I can't wait for 2024 as well. Yeah, no, let's wait uh, and see uh, how the year is going to start, how things are going to fare in this regard. Uh, you said that uh, even in the early uh, months of January, February, uh, you know, rugby, cricket, uh, we will be spoiled for choice in terms of uh, some of those activities that we'll wait and see, uh, just expecting to come out of these sporting coats. Uh, but yeah, when you look at it, uh, it's a lot, lot, lot. It's going to be a lovely festive season, a festive season of uh, sports, you know, sports, yeah. sports. Sports color uh, in this heat, Mudibaish. <laughs> Indeed, and uh, by the way, uh, as you spoke about January, February, and then we will be preparing for motorsport, motor racing to bounce back. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy 2024 as well. Yeah, no, uh, we can't wait uh, for that particular year. Uh, looking at how 2023 was just a tricky year, uh, but let's wait uh, and see what 2024 has in store for us. Uh, but also, uh, there was the three toss series match uh, that we saw happening between the Proteus uh, women, uh, where netball is concerned. And let us in on really what happened here. The Roses in Manchester. Uh, let us in on really how we can expect the series to also fare here. Uh, looking at the second and the third uh, action series where uh, the netball ladies are concerned. Budiwa? 
very true because we we are playing the dates were issued out as the fifth, uh, mm-hmm. which means we've already played our first series tour mm-hmm. there. So the second one would be on the ninth as well as the tenth that will be taking place or uh, Nottingham both of the two encounters. But guess what? We lost our first series mm-hmm. there by 54-51. So which means India. I remember when I read the head to head between the two sides there. So uh, in the first England had an upper hand. So but still we also met them during the five first five, but still we couldn't win against them. So, which means they are also a good team, just like the very own defending champions there, Australia. So, then uh, you look in terms of the, the, the lineup, which was the Inemar Center, uh, the Coltaliad, Bonjum Somi as the captain, Kani Sachawane, Jante Stradom, Kala Pretorius, as well as Pumzama Wayne. So, uh, in this game, let's see if we will definitely bounce back on the ninth, which is uh, on on Sunday. So we are playing our next tour, and also on Monday. So on Friday, I'll definitely bring the feedback. So, but we need to get something in the next two coming two tours that are remaining. Yeah, no, there's a small Proteus as well, uh, just being ones that never disappoint. I think here we need to give them as much support as we can. Uh, so they come out uh, victorious. Uh, but uh, how are we looking uh, when you look at our posture, when you look at our strategy uh, going into these games? Do you reckon that uh, really uh, we can really get the best out of uh, what, what, what lies ahead? It's a tricky one. It's a tricky game. I think we need to make sure that we don't give England the turnovers because that's where sometimes we fumble a bit when it comes to turnovers. That's why England are too strong and too quick. So this time around, we must just correct that and then make sure that we win this game as soon as possible. Mm. So, yeah, uh, we'll wait and see, but rooting for uh, the Proteus, the Spa Proteus, the ladies, uh, they're always in top form. Uh, so we're hoping that they get it right uh, in this particular regard, especially uh, when you look at Eng- England being one of the most trickiest of teams here uh, where uh, just our opposition is concerned. I want us to then, uh, in this particular space, then Mutiba move to uh, the games of athletics. Uh, so we'll be seeing as well the Comrades Marathon Stein, uh, participating here in Valencia also to qualify here for the 2024 uh, Paris Olympics so we're taking it outside of uh, South Africa uh, we're pushing as well uh, to be counted amongst global stages where athletics is concerned and Hartestein is, is our person here as she was participating in the Valencia Marathon in Spain, as you know, her sustain, she never puts the South African flag uh, down. Always, uh, when I checked, checked the track records there, I realized that uh, she was on the, the Two Oceans Marathon in 2017, in 2018 also, and then also in 2019, both in 2017 and 18, managed, she managed to win it in Cape Town, and then 2021, also in Cape Town once again, just like last year, and this time around this year, she just won it in Deben once again. And then as I spoke about uh, participating in the very same uh, uh, Valencia Marathon in Spain, she did so well. Guess what? She broke that particular record that she had uh, here at home, the two hours, 25 minutes and 28 seconds. And then this time around, she arrived home uh, on, on two hours, 24 minutes and three seconds. What a, what a record, what, mm. what a success as well. So as she obtained uh, number 11, because when I looked in terms of the winners that won in this wonderful Valencia Marathon, 
uh, the top three of the uh, three athletes who were on the podium were from Ethiopia, the Wagnesh Diakafa, the Almas Anyamna, as well as Iwot, Hebrekitan. Uh, so those three athletes were from all from Ethiopia. So we didn't do well, although Yvette Fanzil of us as well, uh, she obtained a uh, position number 39. So she arrived at number 39, so which is not good because when I looked into a uh, track records, I realized that she is injury prone. So I think what keeps Kharzastein uh, going is the fact that she's never injured. So that's what I like about him. As we spoke about in tennis before, Katlero, remember uh, Novak Djokovic, he's also injury free. So I like the fact that uh, I think he keeps, she keeps going and very impressive. 33 years of age as she is there. So she's putting uh, the uh, province, the first state on the map. So I'm very impressed with her, what she did here at uh, this wonderful uh, marathon in Spain. So let's wait and see going forward because this wonderful victory has pushed her to go and come and uh, perform in the Olympics that are taking place next year in France. So hopefully she will, she will do well. So I wish her the best of luck as well as she, she, she keeps uh, rewriting history and breaking records. Yeah, no, most definitely. I mean, a free state from free state to South Africa, from South Africa uh, to the world. Uh, when you look at her, then mm-hmm. we tend to see her, uh, you know, more or less pushing and pushing in this particular regard. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, sad around, uh, you know, Yvette Van Sale, uh, because really uh, winning the Soweto Marathon uh, would have positioned one uh, really to get the best out of uh, what is happening here. Uh, but those injuries are a cause uh, for concern. Uh, big setback uh, when you find that an athlete or someone that is a sports person has been injured in this particular regard and and it, it just also kills your momentum uh, going forward as well where your chances to win are concerned. Uh, do, do we know if this uh, particular injury uh, yeah, Yvette Van Sale would be a temporary injury or something that also in the near future is going to be a cause for concern looking at the fact that you're an athlete here? For me, that's the cause of concern. I think she must she must manage those injuries because, as you rightfully said, it's a missed opportunity because uh, she has never won this wonderful Olympics. So although she's been within the top ten, top what, what but she hasn't won it. So it's a missed opportunity for me. But we get her, 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 her staying there. Yeah. Of always, she's among the top. If she's not in top, she's also a runner up. But majority of his uh, track records and merit very impressive there. So she's just doing a job so, so, so well. So as you know, she, she's going abroad for the fourth time. Oh. Hopefully she will bring the metal back once again. So, but if it's a very fun thing, very questionable. So she needs to, to manage her injuries and let's see if, you, if she will be able to travel as well. Yeah, no, uh, let's wait and see uh, what really happens. I'm seeing that uh, this qualifying window dragging all the way to April the 30th next year. So so when you look at it, it's going to be somewhat of uh, an, another first beginning of the year in 2024, where we'll then see also the games of athletics just trying by all means to uh, more or less position themselves in terms of what lies ahead here. But I want us to move to the games of food ball. Let's start with the cunning black label. Uh, we saw the semi-finals there. Let's get the results and the feedback and really uh, tend to see as to who gets to play in the final there at Moses Mabida uh, come the 16th of December. Let's go into football, Mutiba. 
Very true, because we saw Richard Bay there hosted the Stellenbosch at the King's Origin Stadium. Unfortunately, they were thrashed heavily there by three goals to nil there, where we saw Devin Titus, Ora Ansieta, and Antonio van Vick scoring the three goals for the Stellenbosch. Stellenbosch, they really are on form. Steve Parker, they deserve the credit there. As he, this time around, he gets to qualify for, for a final. Last time when I saw him playing for a final, he lost against Solos, if I can remember very well, in an APSA Cup. So the past two seasons, He's gone. In fact, currently this season, he's played in the semifinals against Pirates in the MTN8, but lost via an away goal rule. Last season as well, he lost to Skukun United in the semifinals of the Desbrand Cup, so which means the improvement is so good. And I can also single out his player, the Ikram Reynas. It's just marvel to watch there. He's always, whenever he's not scoring, he's supplying. And in the second match, we saw Amazulu hostess. TS Galaxy there at the Moses Mabida there. So we saw uh, TS Galaxy scoring an early goal there with Lissahonola Mugella as early as the second minute of the match. Hugo Vidal there scoring the penalty and also Samir uh, Nukovic uh, scoring also the third goal. And then with Augustine Quem as well as Julian Dion scoring the two goals for Usu today. So all in all, uh, Stellenbosch will host TS Galaxy as I've stated it on the show last week that I foresee them going to play in the final against TS Galaxy and it happens that way. So it's well done the two teams. Let's see if uh, as the final is taking place on the 16th of this wonderful month, which is next week Saturday, and this Moses might be the question is will Constantin Bosch continue their hold over Chess Galaxy as we saw them thrashing Chess Galaxy 6-3 in the NetBank Cup of the previous edition and also recently in the GSTV Premiership, they thrashed Chess Galaxy 3-0. So, Sia Ramovic, I think you might feel confident of the fact that he defeated Mamelo de Sundowns in the first match, where if I can remind you, Gatlero, yeah. the day where Ben Parker broke his leg. That's, that's the game where his Galaxy defeated Sundowns on penalties. And then with Stellan Bosch, let's wait and see if that will be able to happen because Stellan Bosch surprised this, uh, some big guns as well, unexpectedly so. So uh, uh, we'll wait and see. I think we'll make the preview of this wonderful final next week, Friday, when we, when we come in there. So yeah, that's all in the current Black Label Cup up to so far. Yeah, no, uh, most definitely. Bennett Parker, how is he doing? You know, just mentioning his name and I'm like, oh, yeah, the last time, uh, you know, it was that uh, freak accident of some sort that, uh, you know, take, uh, took place in the pitch. Uh, how is he doing? Uh, you know, there were also concerns around uh, this threatening his career uh, and, and the likes looking at the effect that, like you say, an injury uh, can really make or break and set you back uh, in terms of uh, these games, especially when, when this is your break and butter how, how is he doing he is recovering so well and currently he's been gymming and practicing and yeah it looks good up to so far so he was so i saw also saw him celebrating with his team there in the dressing room uh, with that victory against amazon so he's getting well doing so well i also saw him during the soweto derby coming to watch his assist on all the parts but at that time he was working with a crutcher but in that game against amazon he wasn't using a crutcher so which means the medical team is doing so well so we also had the news that bongani zungu went on to apologize as well as the coach, Renam Kwena, and he, he was so satisfied with that uh, when he had an interview with Robert Marawa. Very impressive so far. Yeah, no, uh, really, we were all just hoping that uh, this doesn't turn into something else uh, of some sort. And and these sanctions, uh, you know, have they been imposed against, um, you know, how he got injured? Uh, do we see accountability in this particular regard or just this to a, a red card and that's, that's it? 
Yeah, it was just the red card, and then he served his suspension, and he's back in uh, the Bongani Zungu. Mm-hmm. So I think everything was done privately uh, just to calm the situation down, because as you know, some of the fans were also uttering false accusations, mm-hmm. just making it uh, look, 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 look bad. So, But yeah, we are grateful that uh, in, in the end, the two parties managed to solve the problem. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that's what we would like to hear, uh, and would like to see him back in the pitch and playing uh, like he does best, best uh, soon, sooner rather than later. Uh, let, let's move Mudiba and and go into the DSTV Premiership here. Uh, we saw those uh, midweek games underway. Let's get into the results here. We also had another Soweto derby where we saw Morocco Swallows and Orlando Pirates uh, in action uh, here. Uh, so so give us a sense of what came out of these particular games. As you spoke about Morocco, Salos and the Soweto Derby, remember they also played the last Soweto Derby and they lost 1-0 to Kiza Chiefs and they're coming to play another Soweto Derby at the expense of uh, Orlando Pirates. So at the Orlando Stadium, Orlando Pirates doing well, they're winning by two goals to nil there. We saw Evidence Mahopa scoring from Vincent Pulis apply there and then there was an on goal where the former Salos player Muna Pulis Alain played a cutback and unfortunately Siposibia, who came in as a sub, managed to score an on goal so which meant Orlando Pirates collected the three points I think Steve Compella he needs to go back to the uh, drawing board because when I watched that game, I wasn't impressed with how he set up his things. He couldn't even have any shortened target, so very questionable. And uh, he's just introduced a new aspect whereby I think he wants to play them almost like uh, I can in- include Mamelodi Sandow's style of play where he starts the ball from the back. So whenever he's pressed at some point, he's playing with fire under pressure. So he just needs to come to the party and play. But although at some point, some of the fans are saying, uh, he lost that game because the likes of Nzako Makubelo, Andile Jali, Sohofato Mabasa were not there. But we, when you look at players like Kabaduno Mango and Dumisani Zuma, did not come to the party. So all in all, they must just go back to the dream board. And then we also saw a, a day before the yesterday, Amazulu hosted Mamelodi Sundowns. And in that game, Mamelodi Sundowns won 1-0, a courtesy of Lucas Ribeiro's penalty. And in that game as well, uh, we had coaches again, Rulano Mokwena and Pablo Franco Martin, uh, having a exchange of ways on the, off the pitch there. But I saw them during halftime, they managed to resolve the problem. And at the very same time, I think uh, when I looked into that game, it was just a, an interesting game where end-to-end stuff, although at some point physical. So I think there should have been some red cut as well. I think the referee uh, made some dubious decisions uh, at some point there. So, but uh, Amazon tried the best, circulating the ball with the likes of Kareem Pilongema, Junior Dion, a uh, majority of them, Ethan Brooks, were just playing so hard. But Mamil Sanlons defended so well. Ronald Williams made some good saves. Musali Busa, uh, uh, they played so well at, at the back as well. So, but I think the only downfall was that uh, Amazon were, uh, uh, how can I say, they were disallowed a goal there where it looked legitimate for me when I looked the slow mo. So, uh, that's how I felt uh, the way I felt hard done by the referee there because it is, it's not for the first time where they not involved in some of those incidents. We saw also they were denied a penalty against the PS Galaxy over the weekend. And then there was also an incident where I remember they were playing Chipa United where they drew one all. Their goalkeeper, Belumoto, was pushed and he managed to throw the ball inside the net. So very, very questionable. I think our officiating very dubious there. I also saw, I can also bring the Chiefs Chief Solos match. The referee wasn't in good. Uh, we whenever he took decisions up on the top. So our reviews, uh, uh, that's why at some point some of the fans mm. are saying we're still, we still are waiting for VAR. So let's wait and see. But uh, we also saw Skoku United winning 2-0 against uh, Super United. Morgan Mamila continued to struggle there. Six 
uh, matches without a victory. So I think he will be under pressure getting on thin ice. As you know, Chief Pampengesi likes to dismiss coaches whenever results are not coming. Where we saw the former Super Sport United, Jamie Weber, as well as the, uh, the other player that scored in the two goals for Simons Mnube there for Babinano for, Adiba for, Klave. Yeah, that's all. And mm-hmm. very interesting. And there's still more matches to come. Uh, with Bosch hosting Cape Town City, they keep Derby half past seven this evening and then tomorrow there's Kiza Chiefs up against Polokwane City at half past seven half past three I should say at Peter Mugaba Chippa United uh, will host Golden Arrows at quarter uh, to six day. very interesting the two teams have not been doing well there Maputi Kaniza as well at the Nelson Mandela Bay and then there's Orlando Pirates at eight o'clock they'll host TS Galaxy so let's see if there will be both teams are coming into this game on form as the Galaxy defeated Amazon in a cup game and the Paris just won midweek against Solos. It's interesting so far. And on Sunday, mm. there's only one match taking place there. The Kizaten Derby there at the Herukwala Stadium, Royal EM, Mamkiza's side, Mama Joy's team, by the way, Katlaho, up against mm. Richard's Bay. Yeah, no, let's wait and see how then things fare in this particular regard. I mean, really, really spoiled for choice also here uh, where the DSTV Premiership is concerned. Really, when you look at it, uh, there's a lot that one can expect uh, where the games are concerned. But also, let's talk about the Amazulu and Mamilodi Sundowns uh, game. I mean... Uh, yeah, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns uh, becomes one, you know, team side uh, that is just uh, unstoppable. But when you look yeah. at how they've been faring, I mean, I'm forever in awe around mm. how they've been faring over the years. And this is not a different one altogether again, uh, proving that uh, they are actually the champions <laughs> when you look at it. Uh, let us in on, on really this game here and how the Mamelodi Sundowns is fed over time most definitely i was doing fan base last sunday and then they asked me the very same questions about some of their congested congested fixtures that are still going to play and i told them that definitely they will be crowned champions and they told me no you still age then i told them watch this space imagine you've played 10 matches and then you've won you've won all of your 10 matches what more can you ask so this is a consistency at its very best so for me deserved credit I think the return of Peter Shalulile, uh, the point of reference up front, as well as Lucas Ribeiro, uh, that doing so well for the club. They've been scoring goals. This is Lucas Ribeiro in his first season. You look at Marcelo Allen, the Tembazwani, the, the most exciting player for me, uh, very talented. Yes, he was the man of the match in that game against Amazulu. So he did so well. Although Amazulu also made changes. I remember Vili uh, Motwa, who was kept on the bench, and they knew they were young all the way to Makanya. Not Makanya, Musimela, yes, he was in the goals and he did so well in his debut match. I think uh, the coach must give him a, a second chance when they're still going to play again. So, but with Mamelodi's announcement, I think they'll take that confidence into the Cape Champions League as they're playing against the Pyramids of Egypt tomorrow, 3 o'clock, and then the Cape Confederation uh, Cup there, Skoko United will roast study Malin there at 9 o'clock on Sunday and then Super Sport United at 6 o'clock against Al-Hilal. They've not been doing well as well as Super Sport. I think they've lost four matches on the trot with all cup matches involved in the league matches. So Gavinanti needs to go back to the drawing board as well. But this Sundowns, I'm impressed and I'm still saying it, they're going to be crowned champions. I've studied even when they've played the third match of the season. So up to so far, they're putting the, 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 the predictions that I've stated very right. So yeah, very impressive for me whenever I watch my Sundowns.
You're right. Uh, I mean, they are an unstoppable uh, machine. When you look at, uh, like you're saying, uh, sometimes you get worried when you see their fixture and their back-to-back games. They're on oh. on the pitch every week. Uh, you know, they are either playing al they they're there out on the international stages as well, uh, here at home, uh, still a part of the premiership as well. They have to push where that is concerned. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just one of those uh, where we'll wait and see how uh, they, yeah, 2024 uh, is uh, for them. Um, I mean, also uh, when you look at it, looking at time, we're out of time, but I wanted to speak about Banyana Banyana, at least this time around. There's a good news uh, story coming out of Banyana Banyana, especially uh, where uh, we see them uh, beating Burkina Faso here uh, to book their Webcon sport. Uh, Just in a minute, Mudiba, uh, just break it down for us. Very impressive. And then we saw Kayla Swartz's back. She was back in goals. This time, Aaron Dilley Lamine was sacrificed on the bench. But she kept a clean sheet. And then Manana Banyana won 2-0. Remember, in the first leg last week, they drew 1-0. So they did have an advantage as far as the away goal is, called, goal rule is concerned. So they managed to come here with Michael as well. Uh, and Hilda Makaya, they were scoring the two goals for the country there. So we won 3-1. Very impressive there. So we are going to the WAFCON 2024. I'm very happy to hear that. So it's well done to the three Ellis and the players there. Yeah, no, it's, it, it has been a, a good one uh, when you look at how then we've been pushing and WAFCON is also one of those uh, biggest platforms that you would want to find uh, yourself as part of. Here also we're talking about the champions, uh, that is Banyana Banyana and we wouldn't want to see them uh, really not qualifying for some of these big games because they really have the potential to come back home uh, with the trophy like they've done uh, before. Mudiba, I want us to leave it here uh, for this morning. It's been a marathon uh, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, more or less sporting code uh, to another, a uh, fixture to another. Uh, but I'm hoping as well that we've managed to do justice to this particular platform and that our listeners at home, they're also sorted in terms of uh, what the weekend has in store for them, where the games are concerned. Uh, but thank you very much, Modiba, uh, for coming through. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Much appreciated, and uh, there's also Mutipa Foundation, so we'll bring the results as well as well as the EPL. I think that's spoiled for choice, as you rightfully said. There is rugby, there's cricket, so a lot is at stake. There's netball, so yeah, I'm impressed up to so far. So yeah, and with that, that was sports rap. And then I am Mutipa Johannes Peter. Let's talk more, and it's a very good morning to you, Katleho, and the team behind the scenes, as well as the listeners. Once again. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.